Well, hello, and thank you so much for tuning into the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant, on this second day of September 2021. I want to welcome The Remnant Warriors to the broadcast. Welcome, Gideon's 300. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being absolutely amazing intercessors, prayer warriors, and amazing people of God. And I just want to thank each and every one of you that writes us. The letters are so special to us. And thank you to those that are supporting this ministry I can't even tell you. You're the reason why we're able to do what we do. This is a completely listener-supported broadcast, and so thank you. You you give us so much hope, and I pray that you are blessed by the things that we are able to do in Jesus Christ as well, and so thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, lots of things to talk about today. Before I do that, I want to just get some, some housekeeping out of the way, so I will be attending, it seems like, God willing, that I'll be attending the next three health and freedom conferences. So there's one in September on the 24th and 25th in Colorado Springs. There's one in November on uh, the 11th, 12th, and 13th. And then there's one in December on the 10th, 11th, and 12th. So I will be busy. Uh, There's also, by the way, uh, an event that I'll tell you about in a minute in South Carolina. But for the health and freedom conferences, please use the promo code COCONADO. That's my last name. Or if you talk to somebody, make sure that you tell them that you found out about it through the Todd Coconado Show. Now, these are not my events. These are uh, Clay Clark's events and the Thrive Time Show and all the people involved. But we are I'm a speaker there, and so I will be a part of it, and I will get uh, at least some credit if you say you heard from the Coconado, uh, you know, Todd Coconado Show. So thank you for doing that. If you want to attend, uh, you can go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, and uh, you will see the information there. And once again, make sure you let them know you heard from the Todd Coconado Show. Thank you so much. Okay, another thing that's coming up that I want to let you know about, I'm going to be in South Carolina, and that is going to be happening. Uh, Let me pull it up here on my Facebook page because I just posted it, Um, but we're going to be in in this really cool barn, actually, and there's going to be some great speakers there, and it's in the month of October, Um, so if you live anywhere drivable to South Carolina, um, this one I think costs $50. Again, it's not my event, but I'm speaking there. It's called the Faith and Freedom Rally, and it's going to be on October 23rd. And it's going to be, uh, hold, hold, wait for a second here. Uh, it's loading. Um, it's going to be at um, Goshen Farm, and it's sponsored by WUCC 99.9 FM. And it's going to be on the 23rd from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. This is Goshen Farm, and it's in Aiken, South Carolina. Breakfast is provided, and lunch is the food trucks. And $50 to attend the event. There's going to be some good speakers there, including myself. Thank you, Jesus. And I think you guys will enjoy it. And it would be a great time to, you know, if you're able to come out, um, that would be wonderful. I get to meet you there. It's going to be a little bit smaller of an environment than uh, the Health and Freedom Conference, which is a pretty large gathering. So, uh, would love to see you guys. So if you're able to come out to one of those two, that'd be wonderful. The other thing I wanted to talk about, which I am super excited about, is we're going to start a Sunday service. It's going to start this weekend. Can you imagine? This is happening. It's going to be on the 5th of September, which by the way, this is Labor Day weekend. So what a weekend to start, right? Um, but you know, God has put it on our heart for quite some time. We've heard from so many remnant warriors out there and you know, you just say, look, Todd, I've looked everywhere for a remnant church in my community and we're not able to find one. And so many people are like, would you do a Sunday service? And, you know, I didn't want to just jump into it. So we've been praying about it and we just felt the Lord say, yes, go ahead and do it. Um, you know, it's, we need to, and, and there's a greater vision. It's not so much about the Sunday service. Of course, that's important, 
But what I really believe we're doing is we're fostering and we're growing this remnant community. And what the Lord has shown me in visions is this community is going to be more than what we can even really understand right now because he's raising up a remnant. This is not about a name. It's not about a ministry. He's raising up a remnant in this nation, which is really just the ecclesia. It's the, it's the real body of Christ. It's not the, 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 the people that are willing to compromise or the you know people that are more of, um, I guess it would be like a cultural Christian, which unfortunately is a, is a good portion of what they call the Christian community. But these are people that don't really want to actually hear uh, what the Bible teaches. There's, there's leaven, there's, you know, kind of like the church of Laodicea, right? And so we need to come out from that group and really be the church of Philadelphia, being on fire church, because God is coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. And it doesn't mean we're sinless. It doesn't mean we don't make mistakes, but our desire, our heart is to live in a righteous manner and to be about the Lord's business and to operate in the fullness of what he has in his perfect will for our lives and our calling and I mentioned something yesterday, I'll mention it again now, but it was a great quote from uh, Dr. Billy Graham, and he said, uh, you know, that uh, somebody said to him, they said, Billy, they said, are you going to change the world? And he said, here's what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to do what God has told me to do. And he says, if you do what God has told you to do, then it will create a perfect tapestry. And instead of me getting the credit for it, God will get the glory and God will get the credit. And that is our desire, to know him and to make him known. And we... we uh, agree and believe in the great commission, which is to go and to make disciples of all the nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them the ways of Jesus. Teach them the way. Followers of the way. That was the original church, followers of the way. And I believe they were first called Christians in Antioch, but you know, originally it was followers of the way. And so we want to just take this back to the roots of our faith, uh, knowing that Jesus Christ is the rock. He's the solid rock. And we will not grow weary in doing good. We're, in fact, listen, I want to just tell you something. This is our time to thrive. I know many of you are really down right now, and I get it. Trust me. I mean, you, you watch the news out of Afghanistan. We've been heavily involved in many different ways. And you, you watch some of the things going on and what this, this administration is doing. I call it the quote-unquote administration is doing. And you just think, my goodness, it's so bad. It's so bad. And it's easy to get depressed. But I want to encourage you today. We are on the winning team. And we're not done. I just want you to know we're not done. In fact, I really believe that this is a, a shaking that the Lord intended to do. He allowed this to happen and so that the church would rise up and we would take our rightful position. We'd be the head and not the tail. We'd not grow weary in doing good. And the way that we do that is spending time in the secret place, getting filled, getting restored, getting recharged, having a personal relationship. I don't know about you, but it's like, you know, I could be having the worst day. And if I get into the secret place and that could be in my prayer closet or you know for me I have an upper room and I go in that upper room and I close the door and I just spend time with the Lord I get on my face and on my knees and I just cry out to him and I'll tell you there's never a time that I leave that room that I don't feel recharged renewed strengthened in my faith you know if I get into the word if I get into praise you know praise is a powerful weapon you know you start praising calling upon the name of the Lord you know Jesus Jesus, help me, fill me today. Lord, give me strength, Lord God. Lord, my heart is hurting right now. I need you. Strengthen me, Father God. You know, and you just start getting into that, that attitude of praise and everything changes because we're not of this world and we can't get so entangled with the things of this world. I know it's not easy, but we can't get so entangled with the things of this world. We have to be uh, really strengthened in our faith knowing that God is going before us. He's with us. 
He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. You know, he's got a plan for our life. He's got, you know, there's, there's a purpose. There's hope in the future. So I just want to encourage you because I know many of you guys are out there and I read your letters and your emails and, and you're, we're all in this together, by the way. I, I feel you. I really do. So it's not like you're the only one that feels that way. But I'm just saying, I think that there's what we can do as a solution for right now, before I get into the, the actual, you know, the headlines of the day, uh, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, we've got to be spending time in that secret place. And I know many of you are writing me and you're saying, yes, I'm spending time in the secret place. I see some of you are just on fire. I mean, I can see there was somebody I was talking to the other day and I said, my goodness, since I started talking to you until now, like you are on fire, like you, you have been spending time in the secret place. I can tell. I can tell because it's all over their countenance. It's all over. I mean, you could just tell when somebody's been in the glory. And so, you know, please just make sure you're taking that time. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your perspective. And we have to understand God is not done. There's still mercy because we're still able to speak. Listen, I'm still preaching the gospel boldly, right? I mean, I know many of you are too. And and we're still out here doing the work of the Lord and doing it. And, and, you know, thank, thank you, Jesus. I have... You know, so far, you know, thank God I'm, I'm allowed to do it. You know, as much as the, we have persecution light, we got certain things that are going on very egregious. You know, we've, we've dealt with many different crazy things this last year or so. Uh, people threatening us and, you know, the government trying to encroach on our religious liberties and all these different things that are happening. They're happening. I mean, we've dealt with them. I've dealt with them as a family. We've dealt with them as a church. You know, we've dealt with them as a ministry. We've de- you know, you're, you're dealing with many of these things. But I tell you, it's, it's, we're still in, a, I, I believe, a, a defining moment where we have some grace and mercy still. And the Lord is, this is you know, what I said yesterday. We're, we, you know, we have time to get this right. But, but I believe that you know, all eyes are on the church. And what are we going to do, right? So don't lose hope. Please don't lose hope. And let's continue to press ahead. So listen, I had this call with President Trump today. Of course, it wasn't just me and President Trump. It was uh, many, many faith leaders and President Trump. Um, but regardless, um, I'm very, very excited that uh, we were able to hear his heart today, and I wanted to share some of what he said on the call. Uh, we weren't allowed to tape the call. I would have loved to tape the call. We weren't allowed to do that. In fact, they asked us not to, and so I don't want to be shady and do it anyway. Uh, but you know, he was he was reiterating a lot of the things that he was able to accomplish uh, during the administration, and he was. Uh, you know, just speaking on all these different wins that we had over the last four years. And, you know, he, he spoke to many of the things that we're seeing right now and, and just how unbelievable they are. And um, just, you know, even he didn't think that they would happen this fast, he was saying, and just, you know, probably worse than what we even thought. And, you know, it's so in our face. And so, you know, the very real stuff was being talked about um, and, and the, the encroachment on religious liberties and you know, all the different uh, things that they're doing with COVID and, you know, many things. He did, again, mention the vaccines. I will tell you he did. And uh, I know many of us are not happy about that. Um, I have to believe that, you know, some people believe there's a greater strategy in that. Uh, But sometimes I think, no, it's just President Trump being President Trump. And he, for some reason, is proud of it. You know, he's proud of the vaccines. I guess he feels like it was a win. But that's pretty much the only thing I didn't really agree with on the call. Everything else, you know, he was saying how we're going to take a stand for these issues, for religious liberty issues, and how much he um, believes that this nation is a nation that was founded on the principles of God, how important God is to our society and our culture, and the freedoms that we enjoy as people of faith, and, you know, making sure that those freedoms are protected. And then he talked about Afghanistan and what he would have done if he would, you know, his plan for withdrawal versus what the Biden quote unquote administration is doing. And so, you know, there was a lot of different uh, things that he, he presented that would have been a million times better than what this current uh, occupier of, of the Oval Office did. 
which is just unbelievable. Uh, he, he mentioned that it's probably the biggest policy disaster in our nation's history, which I would tend to agree. It's at least one of the top, uh, if not the worst, uh, the fact that Americans are left behind. And I think all of us are kind of just sitting here with our jaws to the floor of what's just happened in the last couple of weeks. I mean, for us, I'll tell you, we've been drinking from a fire hose over here and just trying to help as many people. There's still requests coming in. Today, I I finally put out that I don't think that we're really able to help anybody as a ministry here uh, anymore in Afghanistan. We've done everything that we could, uh, but our contacts have gone dark, and uh, I'm sure there's reasons behind that, of course, because of the situation on the ground there, which is just unbelievable. But I will tell you, we're still hearing uh, you know, rooms of people that are trying to get out that are in danger, Christians, Americans. It's Some of the stories, I mean, I don't even want to share them with you because they're just so unbelievable. I don't want to overwhelm you. You know, I don't want to, I mean, I just think like it, it's just so evil. People that have been hanging from helicopters. I mean, I'll just give you a, a little bit. I mean, just crazy, crazy stuff. And, and I'm sorry to say, I don't think it's going to stop. I think, you know, we're going to hear some more things like that, unfortunately, because that is where this is going. But, you know, there there has been a, a great move of God in Afghanistan that I think was very underreported, um, where many people had given their hearts to Christ and, Jesus, you know, Jesus in, in the country. And um, there, there was kind of like an awakening that was going on. We, we heard nothing about it unless you were connected to, you know, min- ministries that were working in Afghanistan, which I got to say, some of these people, I know some of them personally, these people are just, they're real heroes. I mean, again, you you think we got a bad here, you know, we complain about the things here and it is very egregious to watch the things that are happening here. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. No question. I mean, this administration is, is a globalist administration and they're, uh, you know, they're, it appears that Biden isn't even in control. I mean, who's in control? It's, it's, this guy's always, he comes up to the lectern, you know, when he's given a press conference where he doesn't really answer any questions, but he comes up and he says, well, they told me to do this. Well, I'm thinking you're the leader of the free world. Who's they? Have you ever thought that, like, who's they? Who are you talking? Who told you? You know, but apparently he's got handlers, and uh, we believe there's there's a shadow government. There's people behind him, you know, that are that are really calling the shots. And some people think it's Obama, but I think it goes deeper than that. Um, so you know, it's just crazy to watch some of this. But these people that go into Afghanistan and Pakistan and some of these countries, they're amazing people. They really are amazing people. So so thank you for those that I know. We have a couple of them that listen to the show. Thank you so much for what you do. And we just want you to know we're praying for you. And we just, you know, we appreciate you answering that call because it's not an easy call. Every day their life is, talk about being at risk. Every day they're at risk. So we've been in touch with some of these people. But yeah, President Trump, I mean, he was he was positive, but, you know, at the same time, he was realistic. I mean, he, he did talk about election fraud. He talked about what happened in 2020, uh, just as he's done in many of the rallies that we've seen recently where he's, you know, he's pretty out there and says, yeah, this is what happened. And this is what I, you know, he tells us there's fraud and, you know, at a, at a massive scale and all that. So, you know, he repeated those same things, but there wasn't anything that I would say was groundbreaking. He did say, you know, obviously he thinks some of these things are going to come out. I think he's alluding to uh, Arizona. Um, he was definitely talking about that, that we're going to see some of these things. And apparently he, I think he's seen or heard about what came, you know, what went down there. And, you know, we're still believing that, Something could happen with that. I mean, there there could very well be a cascading event where it, this information from Arizona comes out. And I know many of you, including myself, are getting really impatient with this. We're like, come on, we're in September. You know, it's almost a full year now of, of this administration. And, uh, you know, something needs to happen. But what I what I hear and what I'm hearing is, is that a lot of these people 
are just they want to make sure that every all their ducks in a row and everything you know because once this comes out it's going to be very heavily scrutinized and so they just want to make sure that everything is is completely airtight and you know here it is so uh, we're you know we're waiting and we're seeing for that but at the same time uh, you know, as a pastor and as a spiritual leader, I think that we have to be ready for what is to come here because uh, the word was it's going to get bumpy. And I believe that it's already got bumpy. And but I think that, you know, again, the Lord said that the word for the church is, you know, the real church, the ecclesia is complete victory. And I believe that I think we're going to see complete victory. Now, again, I talked about it yesterday and I think that that could mean different things. It doesn't necessarily mean what we would want it to mean, but the Lord is with us. He's going to give us strategy. He's going to, you know, there's always going to be a way. It's just like he gave the children of Israel manna when they needed manna, when they were in the desert place, you know. And so I think he's going to take care. In fact, I know he's going to take care of his remnant. And that's why this community has come together. I really believe this is something for a time as this. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen in the ministry. I mean, you know, we pastored for 17 years at a church where there was a church. I mean, you go to this building and people meet and you know, it was just like every other church, but, you know, we felt the Spirit of God was there, very powerful, very, you know, amazing meetings. It was, I loved the people. It was a great season. And the Lord then instructed us to move to Nashville, and, you know, it was a new season, and we were kind of just obedient and obeyed the Lord. We had no idea what he had in store. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff started happening, and this is so different. It's, it's you know, it's uncomfortable for me sometimes. I have to be honest. I'm used to having a church, but now, uh, you know, the Lord has said, okay, this, this new Sunday service is going to start. And so we're just, we're in this with you. I mean, I've never done anything like this, but you know, it seems the Lord is at work here and he's putting together this remnant community. And so, you know, my, my analysis of what president Trump said, I don't think there was anything that was groundbreaking of what he said. I think he affirmed some things. Um, I didn't take from what he said that he was suggesting that he's going to come back before 2022 or 2024. Uh, he did talk about the elections and how important it is that we win them, uh, but he, you know, he really didn't get too much into election integrity, other than you know, stating the obvious about what happened. Um, you know, it was it was a lot of reiteration, really. But I think what it was was a rally call for the faith community and the faith leaders that were on the call, just to let us know, like, yes, we're still here. Um, yes, I'm still thinking about you. You know, he said we're this community, meaning the faith community, is. His number one priority, he loves the Lord. You know, he mentioned that on the call, that he believes God is the most important thing. And I think that's so amazing to hear from a leader versus uh, what we're seeing from uh, Biden and and his team, which you don't hear uh, that type of talk. You don't have that type of access where pastors were able to lay hands on the president. Uh, pastors were able to speak into his life, give him prophetic words. Um, that is not happening right now, to my knowledge. So I'm thankful for President Trump, and I'm thankful for the call. Um, but again, it wasn't anything groundbreaking. He didn't allude to the fact that he's coming back anytime soon. But of course, he would never give us that information, even if it was happening. I know there's a lot of people online, I say it pretty much every day, that are still suggesting that you know there's something going on behind the scenes. And I tell you that what I believe is the Lord is moving. And I don't know how it's going to happen, and I don't know when it's going to happen. But I do really believe this in my heart that this needed to happen because we could not go on as we were going on. There's something needed to change. And God knew that. And he is a good father and he really needed a light of fire under the church. He really needed us to understand that we could no longer go on the way the American church and the whole Western world. I mean, we were going towards destruction. We were letting in things that were idols and compromise and honestly, just things that we should have never allowed in the church. We're trying to be relevant and all these different things. And I think a lot of people are now going back to their roots 
going back to their core faith and understanding, you know, going back to the, the, the mission and going back to what the word of God actually says and, and using the tools that the Lord has given us, like fasting and, you know, deep prayer, intercession and contending and, and really crying out to the Lord and, and making him the priority instead of a politician. You know, as much as I enjoy being on the call, it, you know, I got off the call and I just thought it's exactly what we've been talking about. Like this is a time for us to go deeper this is a time for us to really press in. This is not a time to get tired. This is not a time to give up. Once you give up, that's when you lose. We can never give up. This is going to stretch us. We're being stretched. And, um, you know, and again, I know there's a lot of people that get into the weeds and just try to, you know, think of all different. I was on this uh, show that's today that I was listening to, and they were, they were mapping out this whole strategy of how the military is going to take control and this is happening. And, that, and look, all, all that's great. And I would love for all that to be true. But we are people of faith, and we know that God is the only one that really knows. And God sees what's happening, obviously, and he hears the prayers of the righteous. And so for us as people of faith, this is about us pressing in. It's like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. We're going to stand, regardless of what everybody else does. We're going to stand. We're not going to get tired. We're not going to let the devil beat us down. We know it's a fixed fight. We know we're on the winning side. And, you know, if we go deeper, and if everybody collectively goes deeper in our faith in this time, this community, if we if we get deep in the Lord and uh, we just continue to press in and we get revelation and, and divine understanding and strategy and, and the Lord will put things on our heart. And in the meantime, he's, he's the good father that's, that's the potter, you know, and we're the clay and he's molding us and he's shaping us and he's showing us things that maybe we didn't see before. I know for me, this has been, I mean, this stretching season has been a season for me to really look at certain areas of my life that I thought everything was fine. And, you know, I was just kind of moving forward as if there was nothing wrong. And the Lord has shown me like, no, dude, you need to go deeper here. Or no, you need to get more active here. Or, no, you need to not do that anymore. Or, you know, certain things that I'm like, oh, okay, God, you know, he's got my attention. He's sh- I've been shaken. I don't know about you, but I've been shaken in this season. And uh, it's uncomfortable. And, and you know, some there's times like last night, I, I wake up in the middle of the night. It was like four o'clock in the morning. I couldn't even go back to sleep for about an hour. Because the Lord was putting things on my heart, and I thought, oh my goodness, why do I feel this way? You know, and I'm praying, and I'm crying out to the Lord, and he's showing me to do certain things a certain way, and not to do other things, and just, you know, really helping me to walk through this, and, and you know, not that I didn't expect it from God, but it's just, it's refreshing, because it's, it's causing me to separate from the headlines, to untangle myself from the headlines, so that, that's pretty much it with President Trump. I mean, I think he did a good job uh, of rallying the troops. And there wasn't, like I said, anything groundbreaking, but uh, definitely showed his um, care for the Christian community and his solidarity with us and, and Jewish leaders, by the way, too. Um, you know, I mean, he, he really showed his, his solidarity and that he still, you know, he, he mentioned the issue of life and standing for life and how he was, the, you know, the most pro-life president and, you know, just all the things that, that we would want to hear as a community. I mean, he really did a good job of touching on those, but there wasn't anything groundbreaking as far as what's going on or what's going to happen in the future. So I'll have to keep you posted on that. Uh, but for the, for the remainder of the show, I want to talk about, there's a word that one of our listeners who I have gotten to know, her name is Trina came up, uh, she, she got a word from the Lord. 
And uh, I told her that I would look at it, and if I felt you know the Lord wanted me to share it, I would. And I do feel the Lord wants us to share it because it's it's similar. And I said I was going to mention this on today's show because I gave that word yesterday on the um, Facebook Live, and this is really um, you know it, it complements that word, and I, I feel it's of the Lord. It's it's pretty powerful. So I'm going to read it, and it says it says this. It says we're caught in a moment of decision, and God is saying untangle yourself. I have raised you up for this moment. I have put you here in time on this path. Do I not control all things and make my plans and purposes succeed? Am I not El Roy, the God who sees you? Am I not El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, needing nothing from anyone but having everything you need? The God of the mountains. No one is above me, and all of creation belongs to me. God Almighty, all might and all power belong to me. Am I not he? Isn't that powerful? We must look to the past in the living word of God to see and remember what God has done and use his victory to empower us. Is he not the same God? Remember, he's Jehovah. He has, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father God is saying to you now, it is not still by your strength or power, but by mine. It is not us, but him in and through us. He's saying, I am Jehovah, Sabbath, the God and host of the angels, the Lord of armies. I have given my angels charge over you. You are saved by the blood of Jesus and covered by his promises. You are equipped with the full armor of God and the authority given to you by my son. Know who you are in Christ. Rise up, rise up, rise up, stand I have told you 365 times in my word, do not be afraid. One for every day of your calendar year, not mine. There is synergy from all of my miracles of the past, and it continues to move today. King David's miracles, Daniel's miracles, the Red Sea miracle, the miracles I have already worked in your life. Great is the Lord and worthy to be praised. Stand, pray, praise, and trust with faith in the one who is truly in control. Every time... Doubt, fear, weariness, or dread starts to creep up on you. Shout no. In the mighty name of Jesus, no. Immediately start speaking the victories of the Lord. Start saying his name out loud. Do not forget there's power in words, life or death. Speak life. Speak power. You will be amazed how it will change you. Because when you do this, you are speaking faith to your creator. You're speaking life to your soul instead of death. You're stepping into the power of God which he has waiting for you, and you are worshiping God for who he is to you. Also, say scripture out loud while you are praying as the Holy Spirit brings it to your remembrance. There are no coincidences. If a scripture is on your heart or in your mind, it was placed there for power. Remember, God is watching over you in the physical world, but also in the spiritual world, which we cannot always see. If something is put on your heart, Speak it and give it life with your words. You are equipped. You just have to open your spiritual eyes to see it. And the verses for this are Psalm 10, 15, Psalm 64, 7 through 8, Psalm 138, 3, 7 through 8, Psalm 143, 7 through 12, Psalm 144, and Psalm 145. Hallelujah. Well, I have to tell you that word was powerful, and I, I believe that it agrees with the other word that I gave yesterday, that God is not done with us, remnant believers. God is not done with us. In fact, we are being empowered. We're being anointed. 
this is what we're made for. And every time we get down, we just have to remember the devil, his days are numbered. He's going to lake of, lake of fire, the bottomless pit. We're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ for eternity. Walk the streets of gold. You know, the beautiful new Jerusalem. My goodness, can you imagine? I'll leave you with this. You know, my grandmother, she died, and I thought it was prematurely. She actually died, uh, believe it or not, she got a vaccine, and she died of Guillain-Barre. Uh, which I think was vaccine-related, just an awful, awful thing that happened. Uh, but, but nevertheless, you know, she's with the Lord, she's a very powerful woman of God, and I, I was very close to my grandmother. This is on my mom's side. And one, one time, you know, I was really grieving, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, she, she passed away, and I really need uh, some answers. I, why did you take her now? And, you know, why couldn't, you know, my wife, my future wife know who she is? And why could, you know, it's just, it seems early. You know, I would have loved to spend a few more years with her and, you know, into my 20s and 30s, you know. And so anyway, the Lord, uh, one night I was sleeping and I, I had this powerful dream. And the dream, uh, I was I was sitting there, my grandma, she was an Italian grandma, so she'd cook some great meatballs, you know, some great stuff. And so she was in the kitchen in the dream. So, you know, we're just hanging out in the kitchen. All of a sudden she says, Todd, I want to show you something. And she pulls me through the wall of the kitchen. And all of a sudden I'm in this so bright, this bright gold I couldn't even handle it. It was like, oh my gosh, it was, it was like, oh, you know, just amazing. And then all of a sudden she puts me back in the kitchen because I could only handle it for a couple of seconds. And she said, that's where I am right now. And I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, w- I knew it was a spiritual dream. And I knew that the Lord was showing me that not only was she okay, she was thriving. She was, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So she, she was thriving. She was in heaven in glory. And here I am, you know, worried about her. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, she's, she's with the Lord. Like, wow, you know, and I'm going to be there someday, too. We're going to reunite. And so I know many of you have dealt with losses, some even recently. But remember, you know, this is not the end. And so even though it looks grim right now, God, there's a comma. He's not done with our story. And I can see a lot of fruit in this season. Think about it. We, all the things that we've seen, like the church rising up, the remnant coming together, the empowering of the remnant, the, the boldness that's coming out of this group, the things that you're able to accomplish. Some of you are, are experiencing like a renaissance in your faith. I mean, let's just think about this. I mean, this wasn't happening even a few months ago for many of us. And all of a sudden, God has ignited a fire under us and the remnant's coming together. And you know, we're witnessing things that we have not seen, maybe ever. And this is just the beginning. So the, the Lord is using this for his glory. And he's anointing us and he's appointing us. So you know, as, as bad as it looks sometimes, just remember, God is in control. He is on the throne. We've got to do our part, but he's doing his. And I believe that something is happening, and it's going to be powerful. And yes, I still believe dancing in the streets, because that's what he said to me. And I'm not going to grow, you know, weary. I'm not going to give up on the promise of the Lord, because his promise is yes and amen, hope in the future. And so today, listen, this is We're going to have this powerful Sunday service. We're going to talk about the armor of God. Be encouraged. Be strengthened in your faith. Listen, is President Trump coming back? I don't know. Is Jesus coming back? Yes. Guaranteed. 100%. Coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. But you know what? If it's not President Trump, then God will pick somebody else and he'll anoint somebody else. I know he anointed President Trump. We saw the Lord use a very uh, different type of person, but you know what? That's what he's done a lot of times in the Bible. And he did it again for that season, that reprieve season. And maybe he'll bring him back because I know a lot of the prophets are feeling that. And, you know, praise God. I don't know how it's going to happen, but you know what? I mean, listen, this has been such a journey for me. I mean, my goodness, 
I was in the room with President Trump. Like, it's been such a journey for me. And I, I'm really trying to bring you real information, not hopium. But, you know, as the Lord gives us strategy and wisdom and has anointed this group, and we are seeing miracles and signs and wonders, and we're seeing the Lord move on our behalf and the church. I've never seen the church like this in all my years. I'm just going to be honest. And I went to a pretty on-fire church, you know, as a child, and our church was on fire. And, you know, I've seen some powerful things over the years, but I've never seen it like this. I mean, this is amazing what we're seeing. As dark as it is, as scary as it is, it's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. And the Lord has given amazing strategy and, and wisdom and, you know, in, in the secret place where we're just like, wow, I never thought of that. Or, you know, he, he's giving revelation. And many of you, listen, if you're having a hard time with finances right now in Jesus' name, I just declare and decree breakthrough, breakthrough in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing in the studio right now. If you're having a hard time in finances, breakthrough in Jesus' name right now. We'll just declare and decree it. The enemy cannot rob, he cannot steal. If you're, if you're having a depression coming on you, we break it in Jesus' name. We break the spirit of depression and oppression in Jesus' name. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm amped up. Listen, we can look at this as a glass half full or a glass half empty. I'm going to look at it as a glass half full. God is moving. He's moving. And he's not done. And I'm, I'm telling you, something's going to happen. I've never seen so many prophetic words where people that don't even know each other are saying similar things all around the world. I've never seen where God is, he's stretching us. He's stretching us because it's like, do we believe the report of the Lord or do we believe the report on CNN? Do we believe Fox News or do we believe what the Lord said in the secret place? He's separating us like that word said. He's untangling us. He's untangling us from the wickedness. He's untangling us from the things of this world. Because where is Ecclesia? Be ye holy for I'm holy. Listen, he's pulling you out of some weeds. Some of you walk through some serious stuff. Your kids have given you hell. You've walked through hell. You've been accused. You've gone through divorces. There is therefore no condemnation for those in Jesus Christ. Some of you have dealt with addiction. God is, is rooting that out of your life. You've never been more on fire than this season. He's ready to do something big. Oh, man, I'm so excited about Sunday. I'll tell you. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We will be back next week. But, of course, this Sunday is the first remnant church gathering. Todd Coconado Ministries, but we're not calling it that. We're just calling it the remnant coming together, the remnant coming together, and we're going to have a powerful Sunday talking about the armor of God, spiritual warfare, what the Lord is saying and vision for this next season. I'm excited. Don't give up. If you need prayer, you can go on our app, toddcoconado.com slash app. There's a prayer wall. Put your prayers up there, toddcoconado.com slash app. If you want to reach out for whatever reason, go ahead and write me. We have hundreds of emails, so I have to get through them. But I will at some point respond to you, I promise. And I will read your email. So thank you, toddcoconado.com. You can, you can message me there. Or you can go to todd.coconado uh, at rlcus.org. And I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you want to help fund the ministry and the operation here, we need help. We're trusting the Lord. If he puts it on your heart, I believe he's going to give it back. Press down, shaking together and running over. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast. God bless you guys. We'll see you on Sunday.